It's the Bible Rundown, Pastors Rob and David. Day 189, Rob. We're almost to 190. It's fantastic. The Lord continues to speak through a very convoluted Eliehu. Job 36 through 37. What are we to make of these chapters? The final dialogue. Well, it's interesting because we're we're ready for the Lord to speak, obviously. We've been through 36 chapters of Job and his friends speaking. We really need the Lord to speak, right? Like we want the Lord to speak to us. And so this is kind of a precursor to the Lord speaking. It's interesting because when the Lord will speak, he will speak about who were you? Where were you when the foundations of the earth uh, began? Uh, you know, I mean, the, all of these things that the Lord will do, he is actually talking about in, in chapter 37, specifically dealing with the storm, um, dealing with this, this understanding that God is the one who who is orchestrating all things he's in charge and he's in control of all things and so almost like John the Baptist prepared for Christ Elihu Eliehu is a precursor to the way in which God will speak through God now um <clears throat> he anticipates the Lord's speech because he asked Job to fully understand what God is doing in the storm, and he doesn't understand what God is doing in the storm. So I think in some ways he is a precursor, but I think you may have a differing opinion. No, I mean, I, I, I think he is. I think his focus is on the wrong thing. So we, we encourage everybody, we're doing this Bible reading plan. You can join us on it. Uh, and we use the the Bible app through YouVersion in order to do this because it lets us post. Well, one of our church members, Rob, posted something with this chapter that I think is getting at what you are talking at, but is more, I think, where we need to draw the attention and application for us. So he he references Job 37, 6 through 7, and Eliezer, Eliezer, Eliehu is talking about God through the snow says fall on the earth and likewise the downpour is mighty downpour he seals up the hand of every man that all men whom he made may know it and he talks about on this post that if Eliehu would just take these points he's saying and just shut up and say that God's ways are far beyond our own mm. and call Job to reflect on that and I think that that's the point right what the Lord's response is going to be twofold, putting Job in his place, but what, But how? By reminding Job of his care for his creation. Yeah. So you look at what Jesus, the one through whom creation was spoken and came into existence, right? Right. In Matthew 6, he talks about, verse 26, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor, sow nor reap nor gather in barns, Yet your heavenly Father feeds them, 
right? Consider right. the lilies of the field, how they grow. They don't have the twiller spin. So even in all these references that Eliehu makes, the issue isn't that he's wrong in what he says, but that the focus is in the wrong place. Right. He doesn't, again, he's not giving Job a hope through wisdom. So on your wall in your office is a sign that says gospel, and it lists Titus 2, 11 through 14. Well, let's take out the words of hope. For God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, right? Mm -hmm. But if you take out the hope, all of a sudden that sounds like a legalistic thing, right? right? But it starts with the grace of God has appeared. right? And that's what God, when he inserts himself in, is demonstrating, right? So... When you look at nature, does it cause you to reflect on the character and attributes of God like Eliyahu draws, but do you end up with hope centered on the gospel, his grace in Christ? Or do you just walk away with more knowledge about God, but you're, you're unclear of how to apply it? Right. Well, you, you, you hope that... That, that creation itself will draw you to the majesty and the... The love, like you said, the love and care that God has for his creation because he has designed, even in this broken world, to have things that are good, right? Like marriage is a good thing, right? We can both say marriage is good. Now, at times it's broken, right? Having children is good. At times it's broken. Having work is good. At times it's broken. You know, having... Uh, seeing nature and beauty in nature is good, but at times it's broken. So I think even in in the created order in which we see, we see these glimpses of God's care and love for us, but we also see the brokenness of our world. And both of those things, the brokenness of our world and in the created order, we should turn and say, how great is our God? And we should sing that song by Chris Tomlin, right? No, no, we should, we should, we should see the beauty, the majesty, the glory of God, and go, man, I long for eternity. I long to be with this great God. And I think, you know, like you said, Elihu isn't drawing some of these applications that um, maybe he should, and maybe the application that that we, we we should see here is is that suffering is actually pointing us to the cross, the righteous suffering for the unrighteous, but it's also pointing us to eternity, which we want to be with God and the resurrection in Christ Jesus. And uh, so in some ways the, the friends are really looking to the here and now as their as their answer, which that's not where God is looking. Yeah, He's looking past the here and now to the eternal uh, eternity. And in Job's case, uh, Job can't see what's going on in the eternal realm. And therefore, because he can't see what's going on in the eternal realm, he's at a loss. And sometimes we are at a loss on this earth mm-hmm. of what God is doing, but he is at work. Yeah. No, that's good. And I think 
God's going to show up and he's going to have some strong words, right? Yeah, very strong. But Job is going to receive them very humbly. Yeah. Maybe something we can talk through as a teaser for future episodes is once we get to Job's response, why did Job push back against the friends who share wisdom about God, but he doesn't push back against God himself? And how many of us want to justify ourselves when we hear God's word, right? And rather than meeting him on his terms, we, we have a response, right? Or right. a rebuttal. So we'll have to think through that and talk through it some more. Any other thoughts, though? As I'm excited to finish the book of Job. It, I think these next four chapters will be very exciting for us to go through, or five chapters. But, but when, we, when we look at Job... We ought to see these these long dialogues with the friends as, man, a lot of gibberish, mm-hmm. a lot of things, and 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 what we would really want to hear is what God has to say according to His Word. So, mm-hmm. maybe next time we'll be able to talk about that. Sounds good. See you next time, Bible Rundown. <laughs>